0: On this episode of the Fifth Estate podcast, I will talk about the depressing news that Victorians woke up to today—that the Andrews regime had found an additional crossbencher to support their proposed pandemic bill. Uh, add some thoughts on a uh, recent, uh, yesterday's appearance by Fiona Patton and David Limbrick on uh, Raphael Epstein's ABC. I think it was Drive. Uh, and some comments about anything else that's going on in the world today. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me here on this uh, what is it, episode 12 of the 5th Estate Podcast for Tuesday, the 30th of November 2021. Uh, now, first thing off, we'll go through all the COVID stats for today. And now they've just been released on Twitter by the Department of Health. And for the last 24 hours, 45,658 people went and got tested for the bug. Of those numbers, 918 turned back a positive result. That gives you a percentage rate of about 2.011% of tests returned a positive result. Now that brings our tally down to a positive rate of uh, 0.171% of the population. Unfortunately, six people passed away with the virus, uh, which brings the 2021 death toll to 511. Interesting from that Uh, that death toll represents a 0.020% of the population. Now, hospitalisation, according to the Department of Health, was 305. Now, that represents a figure of 2.671% of positive cases or for the total cases of around about 0.002%. Now, this is the thing. You know, is that warrant, uh, does that all that, do those numbers, sorry, do those numbers warrant a state of emergency declaration? Well, as I've said right from the start, I don't think it does. Yet, for some reason, there is a politician, a crossbench member, Rod Barton, who seems to think that it does. Now, as I said, um, it's unfortunate that people woke up today to see the news. Oh, well, I mean, if, if you were on Twitter last night or you read the papers last night, around about 10, 10.30, uh, the announcement was made that the crossbench had got support for uh, the uh, the bill, So, and the Andrews regime had got Rod Barton support for the bill. Uh, that came about 10, 10.30 last night. Now, something interesting about that is that if you follow Twitter, there's uh, a voice for Victoria. Now, honestly, I haven't looked at who... That person is, but they've turned around, and, and something that they do talk about a lot is the uh, the way things are done. So uh, this is where was it the tweet? Um, something that they've said throughout of the once all this stuff appeared last night was that. Uh, here. The worst part is how normalised, wildly undemocratic behaviour from this government has become. Knowing the amendments and or press leaks always come between 10 and 11.30pm at night before the announcements that are sensitive such high impact for citizens. There is some serious rot from the top. Now, this is the thing. You have a look at anything that, that's going to be bad for the Andrews regime or anything that people need to know about, it's always leaked late at night. It's like the government releasing... Uh, you know, trying to bury bad reports when they just dump 200 reports in Parliament. So who's got the time to go through 200 reports? They just dump a bad one in there, um, hoping that people will miss it. Or they'll do a quiet announcement at five o'clock on Friday or, you know, four o'clock on Friday when they know people have gone home, they're looking forward to the weekend, etc. So, I mean, you know, why make an announcement at 10.30 at night and then, hey, you know, we all wake up to it. Why not? And and this is the thing that really gets me about this. If all this is that important to the Andrews regime, and it is something that Victorians need, call an election. Let's vote on it. You know, don't don't leave it up to being able to buy uh, the votes of particular politicians. You know, leave it up to the people. Call an election. Make an election issue. Actually, even better make it a referendum matter, then that way we can see if, you know, the people actually agree with the bullshit that you're spinning us. Um, So, yeah, and, you know, it's the thing. Sadly, uh, it looks like their partner is going to support the bill, uh, the amendments to it. They're token amendments. Really, they do nothing. It's an absolute majority of both houses, a joint sitting of both houses to be able to, Um, oppose or negate any pandemic order, which we know is absolute bullshit because the government controls the lower house and has got significant numbers in the upper house. So, I mean, what's the point in that? You may as well just turn around and say that, hey, if I ask Dan Dan Andrews nicely and he decides that, no, he's not going to support it, that we'll be able to get that pandemic order overturned. You know, this is just absolute bullshit um, for how anyone you know, can can think that, hey, this is going to be something good just shows you how freaking deluded these people are. And um be warned. Um, I'm I'm this is something that is really passionate now and, and it's it, it's something that I think that we all need to get behind and oppose and we need to start condemning all these people who think that they're, because they're the ruling class that they're entitled to pass opinion and make their decisions, you know, on, on the way that we live our lives. And, you know, uh, there's likely to be bad language in this episode. So uh, if it's not too late now, please put headphones in if you've got uh, young kids around who don't like or you don't want to expose to bad language. Um, and, you know, it's it's... Unfortunately, that's what's going to happen in this episode. I know that, and I'm not making any del- you know delusions about it because I'm going to be um, rather passionate about this as a you know, something I've wanted to do all from from the start of these episodes is just raw and this is who I am and everything like that. I'm not going to do some polished um, podcast episode which just you know is bullshit. Um, those who do glossy. Uh, YouTube clips with backgrounds and put suits on and all that sort of crap. I mean, what image are you trying to put across? Are you just trying to put across that you know you are part of the ruling class and you're trying to be better than everyone else um, and and all that sort of stuff? You know, and that's that's the thing. I'm, I'm recording this from you know spare room in my house. Uh, it's not in a podcast studio or a recording studio or anything like that. And you know, I make no apologies for how raw this is uh, because. I think this is what Victoria needs. Victoria needs normal people out there to voice their opinion, to be able to get messages out. And actually, no, the, the world needs this because, you know, it, it's the thing is that more and more people are waking up to the bullshit. It's it's something that we shouldn't be putting up with any longer. It's, you know, um, these people have... Um, their, their sense of entitlement, and, and that's the thing, if anyone's entitled, it's, it's these idiots in freaking Parliament House and Canberra and Spring Street and whatever else that think that they can rule over us because, you know, a couple of people voted for them and put them into a position where they think that they have the power. Well, no. Remember, their power or, you know, they're there because of us and they're only there because we allow them to be there. If we all turned around and said, no, you know what? that's not how this con- this state works, then that's it. Um, and, you know, it's the thing. And, you know, I made a, um, in the letters to Patton and Ratnam, I did make it clear to them if they supported the bill, I would oppose them every single day. I would campaign against them from the time that they voted for the bill uh, and consider running against them. Unfortunately, due to the redistribution, I'm in a different uh, region. Uh, I'll be in a different region at the next election, so I can't really run against them. Though that being said, um, Mr Barton is in the region and I did email him this morning and say the same thing. So it, it's the thing is that, uh, you know, if they vote for the bill every single day, I will campaign against them and make that clear that these people need to be shown the contempt for for who they think they are. Um, you, know, you know, what makes that one person think, I mean, I, I don't care, what is it, 40, is it 40 or 80, For, 40 people in the Legislative Council think that their views are representative of the whole state? I mean, really, pull your head out of your backside. Um, and, you know, this is, the, this is my whole concern about party politics and, and everything like that because it's not. It's the party that decides, as we've seen with the coward Matthew Guy, who's put that little decree out that uh, members of the Liberal Party can't talk to their own constituents on the steps of parliament. Like, Really? How freaking gutless is that? Instead of turning around and saying, well, no, they're, you know, they're our constituents, they're entitled to have their voices heard by their elected representatives, no, Matthew Guy just turns around and and says, oh, no, you know what, I don't want it to look bad in the press. Well, you know what, the press is corrupt. You know, that's the thing. It's, it's It's not there to do anything else other than the government's bidding. I mean, if it was the genuine fourth estate, that it claims to be or wants to be or to hold those to power, hold those in a power to account, we never would have been in a freaking state of emergency past the first one um, because, you know what, I accept, as I've said all along, when this first happened, we didn't know what was going on, two weeks to flatten the curve, yep, understand that, no qualms about that. I think anyone would have done that voluntarily. For the bullshit to continue to where we are now just shows you how corrupt and incompetent the corporate press is, um, you know, why aren't they, you know, making point of that, hey, only two people, 2% people, two of people who are getting tested come down positive with the virus. Now, that doesn't mean to say that they're showing symptoms or that doesn't mean to say that they're going to be hospitalised. And anyway, even if it does, you get the virus. So 2% of people that get tested have the virus. And then out of those who end up positive, 2% end up in hospital. Like, Really? You know your 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 chances of, of walking away from this are, are freaking spectacular. Uh, now actually that's a good segue into this bit. Um, now let's hear something that um from uh, Fiona Patton yesterday. Now um I am not becoming a fan of hers uh, for every time that she appears in the press and the media, uh, and every tweet and everything that she does. Um. I think she's a corrupt individual who is just looking for uh, her own, um, what she can get for herself or her little pet projects that she's got. Um, Is she a Marxist? Um, I'm starting to believe that she is. Um, I don't think that she's socialist. I think she's just the extreme end of it. So she's Marxist. Uh, because everything that she's doing is being done to degrade society and not improve people. Anyway, but that's, this is going to be a rant for a different time. So I just want to play this little clip uh, from her from uh, Raph Epstein uh, yesterday. <laughs> Oopsie-doosies. Uh, so that's not the one I wanted but I do think it was funny that uh, she was there. Uh, so anyway, here we go. Let's try again. We have 1,000 cases a day on average uh, I want to know, I'll start with you, Fiona. I want to know how you think we are going right now as they state with the virus? Look, I, I still think we're in a pretty precarious situation. You know, our hospitals still have a lot of very pe- sick people with COVID. Um, and we've still got, what, 10,000 active cases around the state. So, you know, we're going well and, you know, the pools are open, the, the restaurants are open, we're all out shopping. Um, but we still have a considerable number of case daily cases and people getting sick. Now, you know, dare I say, it, big fucking deal. I mean, there are people getting sick from uh, in hospital because of road accidents, because of smoking, because of excess alcohol consumption, because of mental health issues, because of cancer, because of whatever... Um, you know, 300 people in hospital statewide out of a population of, of, what is it, about 6 million? There's 300 people in hospital with this bug. Now, remember, that's not the most times. It's not the primary reason of their hospital visit. A lot of them have um, uh, severe underlying conditions that cause uh, them to be in hospital. So, you know, I think this is just a a big con game by Miss Patton there to uh, pretend that she's caring and, uh, you know, that, that we're in a, in a bad situation. We're not. As I've said, 2% of people who attend a facility test positive and that's that's the high end. Normally it's around uh, the 1.5%. So, you know, that's the thing. To say we're in a precarious situation is is just, let's just call it for what it is. It's just bullshit. Uh, And she's freaking gaslighting us all. Um, So, you know, it's the thing is that, you know, we become – the more that you listen to the crap that comes out of these people's mouths, the more that you realise the agenda that they're pushing. It is just to get everyone jabbed, everyone compliant and to uh, create division in society. And, you know, this is the other thing. Actually, I'll play this one um, about just her views on things and let's just – I'll add comments afterwards. They weren't vaccinated, by the way. Seventeen of the nineteen not vaccinated. That's right. I, I think again, this is just around getting that vaccination message out there because if you're not vaccinated, you are much more likely to get sick. You are much more likely to to be in our hospitals. And now you know. Once again, that is bullshit. I mean, get vaccinated. You you know you reduces your chance. <sighs> you know what, I'm going to, fuck me, man. Like, really, get off your ass, get outside, exercise, eat right, and that reduces your chance of ending up in a hospital. Now, whether you consider that a conspiracy theory, denial, whatever, that is entirely up to you. But I think it's the thing is that we need to stop listening to the bullshit that comes out by these corrupt politicians, the corrupt corporate press, and think it's freaking doom and gloom because you get the flu. Now, um, you know, the normal flu kills people every year. You know, it kills hundreds if not thousands of people Australia or Victoria-wide every year. We've never had this response. Now, why are we doing it now? I you know, as I've said before, it just gives the powers that be the ability to bring in the Great Reset and everything that they want to do with that, which, you know, it just goes back to the incompetence of these politicians. Now, um, you know, obviously I'm not going to say all of the politicians because – there do appear to be some good ones in there. Um, you know, I'll, I'll reserve my judgment on David Limbrick. Uh, I think right at the start he was one of the good ones. Um, I, you know, what I, I think that maybe he's—I um, won't say being corrupted by it, but I think he's being influenced by the greater goals that he has. Um, Doesn't make him a bad person, not necessarily. Uh, though, you know, it is uh, something that, you know, we we do need to um, be aware of and maybe, you know, keep in contact with them, keep them grounded if that's possible. Now, um, where was I going with this? Uh, Yeah, so, you know, it's the thing is that they're just pushing their little agenda that they want control. We get the jab. Okay, you get the jab. The jab doesn't, the series of, it's not one jab now, it's a series of therapeutics Uh, do not stop you getting it. They do not stop you getting sick from the virus and they do not stop you dying from the virus. So what's the point? Um, I think that it's just, you know, honestly making pharmaceutical companies uh, a lot more profitable. So then, you know, they can go and buy any other little uh, startups, uh, increase their market share uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, But anyway, um, you know, this is the thing. It's you know, these people need to get out of our lives. Uh, They need to stop with the bullshit. They need to uh, realise that... Actually, no, we need to turn around and tell them that they don't have control over our lives, that, uh, you know, their division that they are causing, whilst that is what they want to cause, it's not going to be what, you know, what happens and we're not going to have a divided society. Now, adding to this... As part of this um, ABC radio thing yesterday, uh, he allows uh, people to call in and ask questions for the different politicians. Now, listen to this one caller. That uh, 95% of us are going to be double vaccinated and looks like the view is that we want to be feel safe and we want to be people sitting next to us in a restaurant to be vaccinated, on a bus to be vaccinated, et cetera. And And we would like these people who aren't vaccinated not to be anywhere near us. Now, two things to say with that. If getting a jab or a series of therapeutics is what makes you feel safe, well, mate, I think that you need to go and sit down on the couch and tell someone about something else that's going on in your life because safety is only a feeling. Um, as for his second part about saying that he doesn't want people who aren't jabbed not to be near him, well, one thing for you, mate, fuck off and get out of society. If you're that concerned about people being unjabbed, being next to you at a restaurant or on the bus or on the train, mate, go and stay at home. Go and just you know it, this is the thing this is this is the bullshit and the the level of fear that these corrupt organizations have put into people i mean you know what's what's the what's next okay he doesn't want to go out to a restaurant because the the person next to him could be someone involved in the mafia and you know he could get gunned down in a drive by shooting well hey there's nothing that we can do to stop that so why should he be that freaking scared of someone that might have a sniffle or a, or something like that? If he's immunocompromised and he has genuine health concerns, mate, you should be taking responsibility for yourself. You shouldn't be, um, you know, wanting other people to do things to make you feel safe. And, you know, I was going to play David's response to that, but you know what, I'm I'm disappointed in it because it's, he's gone down another path and I, I think it's just that, you know, he, he should have just sucked, you know, stood up to him and said, well, mate, there's nothing we can do to make you feel safe. You know, safety, you know, your feeling of safety is reliant on you, not reliant on anyone else. Um, so, you know, it, it's the thing. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Um, and, and this is, this is how let's just say how screwed up society is now that we don't want to go out to a restaurant because the person beside you might not have had a series of therapeutics and you might get sick because of them but then you don't give a flying fuck about the people that you've gone out with who are triple quadruple um whatever how many jabs they've had that are still likely to give you the same bug in the first place so how screwed up is that thinking like really and you know, and, and this is the thing. I think people like Fiona Patton and um the the incompetent chief health officer who's just a, a political puppet now, Brett Sutton, need to be held accountable. They need to accept responsibility for this attitude going out in the general population. Um, you know, it's yeah, it's just one of those things is that this is what is creating division. This is what is getting people scared to go outside, this is what is getting people, you know, into where we are, where they want they're happy for a two tiered society or two class society where there's the clean and the unclean or the jabbed and the unjabbed, and for you know those people who get upset about um people drawing parallels to what's happening in this country and around the world and other things you know things that have happened last century in um other parts of Europe, like really, man, you need to get your head out of your backside and look at what's going on. You know here's someone now. Okay, let, you know, let's say, for example, okay, that that position. Um, actually, I'll, I'll play the clip again and then let's just, you know, do a little, um, as, as much as I hate them, let's just play a little um, hypothetical situation. That 95% of us are going to be double vaccinated and it looks like the view is that we want to be feel safe and we want to be people sitting next to us in a restaurant to be vaccinated, on a bus to be vaccinated, etc. And, what, and we would like these people who aren't vaccinated not to be anywhere near us. Now, think about it. Okay, let's say that, hey, 95% of Australia is white. Hey, We want the people to be sitting next to us to be white. We want the people sitting on the bus to be white. And we don't want the people who aren't white sitting next to us in a restaurant. You know, if he had called in and said that attitude, you know, and that's the thing, he'd be turned around and just condemned as one of these big freaking scary right-wing or white supremacists that... The media is creating to be a bigger boogeyman, that attitude there is just as fucking deadly and just as dangerous as this bullshit claim of, of white supremacy taking over the state. You know, that's the thing. What, you know, have a look at that. He's got that that attitude there. He's willing to ring up a radio station and go in public and have his voice heard on public and his name in public with that attitude. How much is it going to take it to get him across the line to turn around and say, "Oh no, you know what? I don't want white people next to me, or I don't want brown people next to me. Oh no, because they're not. I don't want people from China next to me. Oh, actually no, I don't want people from South Africa next to me, because you know that's where the uh, the moronic variant came from. No, no. How much of how far away is that? Like seriously, this is how fucked up society has become, where people like this think it's perfectly acceptable to get onto the radio." And sprout that bullshit, and even then, fucking idiots like Fiona Patton and this Raphael Epstein get on the radio and say, "Yep, that's acceptable. We're not going to condemn you for that. Having that attitude, we're just going to support you by creating this division." Like seriously, man, this whole ruling class—really, there is something wrong with this. It's with society if we let this ruling class do what they're doing to us. Now, um, you know, this is the thing. I've I've always been let's say, anti-political parties in my views and all that sort of stuff. And I'll make that clear. Um, a lot of the period of time I thought that I had um, what would be called, um, for want of a better term, right-wing views. But lately I'm, you know, becoming down more the, the um, what is it, the ANCAP, anarch- anarchistic, anarch- anarchist, capitalist, whatever it is. Anyway, that thing, like, you know, screw governments. Like they have no... No right. They have no authority to be able to tell us what we do in our private life. They have no authority to tell a business who they can and cannot sell things to. And and this is the thing: is that we need to turn around and say, no, this is enough. And before, get on getting on to this about how in how freaking deluded these ruling class are. Here's the Ontario Chief Medical Officer talking about something. Always wear your mask when required, even if it. Even if it isn't required, you should wear one in private indoor spaces if those around you are from multiple households who are unvaccinated, partially vaccinated, or their vaccination status is unknown. Now, by the same thing as what I was saying before, let's just change that a bit. Instead of, um, you know, vaccination status, let's consider that. Always wear your mask, even when it's, you know, not necessary. Wear your mask, especially when there's you know, um, non-white people around. Wear wear your mask when you don't know if someone is completely white around you because you don't want to be getting their germs. You know, how fucked up is that thinking? Like, seriously. And this is acceptable. This is the chief medical officer from Ontario and the the corrupt corporate press is is supporting that. Like, seriously, man, how, you know, how bullshit and deluded is that? So it's the thing. Um, we, we need to start contacting Rod Barton and every other crossbench member. Call them, email them, do whatever you have to do to show, to, to let them know you will not support them if they support this bullshit bill. Um, you know, it's the thing. And honestly, get rid of the political parties. If you're a member of a political party, resign your membership now and make it clear that you are you are no longer gonna support any political party. If you're a lifelong liberal member, Labour Party member, watermelons member, whatever, get rid of that. Because it's just this this false dichotomy out there of left and right and, you know, Labour Party, Liberal Party, Greens, whatever, that is just going to allow this bullshit to continue and to become in commonplace. You know, we need to draw the line and say enough is enough. You don't have control of us. Hey, man, if you're someone that wants the government to control every aspect of your life, well, go and live in, you know, China. Go and live somewhere where they do and you can be governed as hard as you want. For the rest of us and those who are brought up in a country that claim to have certain values, time to stand up, man. Stand up. I'm not saying go to protest because as I've said all along, those protests don't work. Create your own podcast. Create a blog, podcast, you can do one on the um, the Anchor app. It's free to do it. Um, all you need is your a smartphone, your iPhone. You can do it from uh, your computer. Just record it, upload the wave thing. Start doing podcasts, man. We need to let these people know that what they're doing is unacceptable and we will not support them. Um, make it clear. If you're a labour supporter, I mean, whoever it is, just start writing letters to these individuals and let them know you will not support them. Find independence. When the election comes, any election, every election. Um, Actually, now, actually, one other thing, I'll I'll get to that one. I'll hang on, write myself a note. Um, And we, you know, just make it clear that you're going to support independence. You're not going to support political parties. As I've said to you all along, um, and it's been my view from way back when I was doing vegan related podcasts, you've got a better chance of getting an independent across the line than you do of any party politician because the independent knows. That you know they've got to rely on your vote, whereas the party politician doesn't really give a rat's ass because they know people. Are, and no matter how incompetent and you know, let's say fucked up they are, people are still going to vote for the party because that's how indoctrinated they are. That oh, you know, only the Liberal Party can look after jobs. Oh, sorry, only the Labor Party will look after jobs and workers' rights. I remember, hey. In Victoria, it was the Labor Party that made you harry, carry a fucking permit to go to work. It was the Labor Party that decided what was an essential worker and what wasn't. Now, just remember that when it comes time to to vote for the incompetent friggin' Albanese, um, and hopefully he you know he never becomes freaking prime minister because that will just be absolute bullshit. And remember it next time you you know the election comes in November and you go to tick one for whoever the Labor Party person is. You know, it was these people that decided what job was and wasn't essential. It is these people who allowed a a you know, the premier to decide that oh you need a permit to go to work today. Like really? Since when? Oh, because of safety. It's be oh Dutch just, just it's science. Like really? How is having a bit of paper, you know, science? Where's the science behind that? Where's the science behind closing freaking playgrounds? Because Adults might congregate and have a glass of wine. Like, really? I mean, this is how fucked up these people are. Um, so, yes, now, um, with so, yeah, people, vote independent. Get rid of the party politicians. If there's no party politician, if there's no independence on the ballot, you know, find one. You know, run yourself. Uh, you know, but it's, it's the thing. We need to stand up to these people. And this is the thing. It's the primary vote that these pricks want because that's like $4 I think it is for the lower house or something like that, These, this is what they want, the primary vote because the more primary votes they get, the more money they get from the Electoral Commission and it's the thing, we need to take away their primary vote and, you know, take away their secondary vote as well because that holds, um, I think it's 50% weight or 75% weight or something like that. You know, if you still want to vote for these pricks, vote, you know, Adam, as a third or fourth preference. And then you know, add a whole lot of tokens that you will, you know, won't get across the line. So by the time it gets down to them, your their vote, you know, your vote is that watered down. It's you know, it's not even worth them campaigning for. Uh, and this is what we need to do now. Um, talking about incompetence, uh, there was uh, with the watermelon controlled um, council. Can't remember for the life of me what council it is. Um, the Andrews regime has decided to appoint a monitor to watch this council to make sure that they do things. Now, we've seen the uh, Whittlesey Council get booted out. Uh, and so we've got uh, administrators that are running the council for four years uh, until the elections. So, you know, and there's a monitor running, th- watching this one. So, how long is it going to be before that council gets booted out? and Andrews passes uh, a bill to boot that one out. So, And this is coming back to the thing, we don't need local governments. Like seriously, we don't need them. What do they do? They just, it's another way to tax people and to, you know, for that, for for services that they don't really provide. And anyway, it's just the thing. Yeah, get rid of councils, get rid of all of this, um, you know, Government should be seen and, and not felt. They should be out of our lives. They should just be watching over everyone to make sure that our lives aren't screwed with too much. Um, anyway, I might leave it there. Sorry, that was me tapping my pen on the desk um so yeah i think i'll leave it at this one i don't want to rant too much more because it'll be a two hour long podcast then um so yeah anyway thanks for listening um we'll see what happens tomorrow i'm gonna uh I'll do another pod we'll do another podcast tomorrow um with th- what's happened in parliament parliament doesn't sit till and what was it Eleven thirty today so um, nothing likely. Nothing much is likely to happen. Then um, all the exciting stuff. We'll see what the Andrews regime wants to do with uh, the bill uh, and everything like that. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, but anyway, uh, thanks for listening. My name's Cameron Blewett. Um, this was the fifth episode. Before I go, please like, subscribe, thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever you have to do on the uh, plat- podcast platform that you're listening to this from um i need feedback on it and uh we'll see how we go from there so anyway as i said thanks for listening and look forward to having you join me on the next one bye for now